street runners, biash, biash, biash. Everybody who is tuned in and rocking with me, this is Miss Mecca's Take. Y'all am back. My voice is still slowly coming back, so my apologies to everybody who tuned in last week and missed me because I could not talk, and I've been trying my very, very best to just not talk very much this week, even though it's hard when you were in business and then you know holidays and all kinds of shit going on. But big, big shouts out to everybody tuned in and rocking with me, y'all. We are 
got to catch up because we missed last week. That was not in the plan. But who knows that you cannot keep a good woman down, okay? So we're going to get right into some music, baby, because we got to get this party started. It is very, very much. And that is not, you know what? You got me bent. Let me see something. Instrumental that's trying to pop up in here, baby. No, we're not having none of that. I don't care what nobody say, y'all. Last week, I literally felt like that I was in a tornado, okay? I mean, literally. But I thank God for strength. I thank God for my faith. We're going to get our instrumentals and our music together. We got a lot of shit to get into today because y'all know a lot of stuff done happened, not just in the last week, but in the last two weeks. So big, big shouts out, like I said, to everybody who is out there doing their very best to stick in and not fall out of this holiday season because you know what you can be moving long moving strong and heavy and moving like a locomotive and something to come through and try to knock the wind out of you but you know what keep you going even though it's a thin thin line between love and hate what will keep you going is understanding and being very very sure about why you started in the first place when you set yourself on a goal that's just like if you're on your way to work are you on your way to school are you on your way to make your money and you get a flat tire i remember i was on my way to work one night and i went out there and just out the blue my car would not start i immediately had to jump on top of an alternative form of transportation because I had a goal to meet and I had people who were depending on me. And that's another reason why it's very, very important important not to find yourself self-centered because holding yourself accountable to someone else will help you in staying accountable to God. Keep it locked when I come back. We don't have all our music straight, but right now we're going to get into this. Keep it locked. Man, a wise nigga asked me, did I know the difference between a, a Mac and a pimp? What you talking about? I said, yeah, man, a, uh, a Mac like to fuck for free. Know what I'm talking about? This big low style nigga trying to get over on the kids. Speak on. But a pimp want that money. money. I'm a pimp nigga. Pimp. Coming down and gripping grain. Showing off in the club and showing bitches my chain. They want to know my name. They see me gripping the car. They coming down, see me TV cause I'm the star. I'm Sweet John, Sweet John, Sweet In the brown coming through and it's blue. I love school and I miss you, nigga. I'm packing the trigger for the book bars. Hit the niggas with the toys. They wanna know what's going on in the side. Young poles is getting money, putting dicks in their mind. You wanna stop the game, but you can't. But you can't. Because your husband coming through and getting with him, what you think? We wanna spend 200 and get the blow. Get the blow. He didn't wanna scratch. And leave my hoe, but then the bitch bring the money to me. It's just like pips up, hold down on TV. Now it's a very thin line between a pip and a trick, and it's a very thin line between that hole in my dick. You don't go where I go, so you don't be where I be. You don't see what I see, cause you don't see what I see. It's a very thin line between a pip and a trick, and it's a very thin line between that hole in my dick. You don't go where I go, cause you don't be where I be. Don't uh, see what I see, cause you don't see what I uh, see. I got uh. you. 
leaking off of my personification by the way I make you shake when I apply the penetration. The stimulation is out of hand. Now your man don't exist. Mine on some other shit. Undercover love and shit. And you with it a hundred percent with no intent to prevent our actions at all. No resent our actions at all. Shit, no distractions at all. Got you posted up like a thumbtack against the wall. Bitch, guess who you gon' call when your man start falling out? Fucking up, going off at the mall. Damn, skip it, but I ain't even tripping. Just hit me on the hip and I'm flipping. I tell them bitches. Now, it's a very thin line between a pip and a trick. And it's a very thin line between that hole in my dick. It don't go where I go, so you don't be where I be. It don't see what I see, cause you don't see what I see. It's a very thin line between a pip and a trick. And it's a very thin line between that hole in my dick. It don't go where I go, cause you don't be where I be. It don't see what I see, cause you don't see what I see. I California marijuana. I bought a mansion house with a sauna, with a pool like a fool doing things they drew. Coming over like a clover, I'm lucky they getting bucked with me. At least key and that motherfucker birdie B. So what you know about them motherfuckers from that PA? I'm coming down and doing things and make them do what I say. They call me daddy, come and tell them how to dress. Tell them how to wear their breasts and get their paper on. To the break of down, break that trick. Shouts out and rest in peace to Pimp C. I told y'all that the month of December belongs to Big Brother Pimp, okay? So big, big shouts out to everybody who is tuned in and rocking with me. This is Miss Mecca's Take. I'm here every Tuesday from 2 o'clock p.m. until 4 o'clock p.m. Live and only on Street Madness Radio. Big, big shouts out to the Street Madness Radio family. And also to most definitely to our fearless leader, the awesome and handsome intelligent DJ Rizzo Gates keeping the engine going so we can get on here and spit our game and talk our shit I am so excited about the week that I had even though you know what I'm saying it's been kind of a hassle because I like to talk and my voice has been tripping but it was because I had some family dramas and I'm trying to be the big sister and the everything that I feel like that my grandmother wants me to be first and foremost everything what I believe that God wants me to be and it's a trip because I heard somebody say a long time ago that nobody can't um you know what I'm trying to say nobody can't hurt you or get to you like those people that you love the most and if I tell you I remember, um, shout out to Dr. Ricky Rush, uh, pastor of the Inspiring Body of Christ Church here in Dallas, who taught me how to read my Bible and taught us how to not take nobody else's word for the word. God is excited about Jesus Christ at a very young age. And so shout out to Dr. Ricky Rush. And it was a beautiful thing because 
Dr. Rush, um, why was I shouting him out? Shout out Dr. Ricky Rush because what? He used to say, don't take nobody else word for the word. But he also used to say, um, you know, you're not supposed to look like what you're going through. And he also said, can't nobody keep you on your knees like your family. And it was a trip because when I was a little girl in youth revivals and I was hearing all of this stuff, a lot of times I didn't really understand what was really going on. But it's a blessing that when it became very, very important for me to realize with this music, you know what? I'm going to tell y'all something. I don't care what anybody say. I truly believe, I truly, truly believe in my heart that something great is not just about to happen for me, but also for everybody up under the sound of my voice because I heard somebody say, speaking of things that we heard throughout our life, um, I heard somebody say that um, can't nobody, don't no thief break into no empty house, right? So the that's what's so beautiful about staying moving because if you're moving and you're doing something and you start to feel some... Um, some kind of resistance right well when you feel that resistance what that's letting you know is that you are moving in opposition of things that may want to stop you so that's another reason why it's so important to stay focused on what it is that you say you believe and what you do believe so I'm having like right now in my life I got so many things that I want to do it's so much so much time in a day right but it's so many things that I want to do and I've been seeing all these different recipes. I've been seeing all these different things. Shout out to everybody who has been listening to me all year. But I did say that I was not baking anything for anybody on <laughs> Christmas, right? Christmas was supposed to be, I'm going to work my parties. And then as soon as I said I was going to work parties, then um, shout out to my beautiful daughter who let me know that she is listening, that she can hear me. So I'm so grateful. She knows my daughters, I love them so much. They've been right here by my side. Thankfully, we had an opportunity to also spend some time with my son, even though he didn't come to Dallas for me, okay? He did come and chill out and spend the night with us, and so that was a beautiful thing. Y'all, this man keep trying to push up on me like he likes me, and he keep doing all the wrong things, and I don't care what anybody say. I think it's important that we pay attention to all of the signs, right? Everything that you have the wisdom to be able to figure out, then you should figure it out, and you should apply it to your life, and this is only going to appeal to you if you are doing something, and that's what I'm telling you. It's very, very important because that's how you know if you're moving on the right track, if you're lined up with people that you should be lined up with. People that really deserve to be in your life are paying attention. I'm paying attention. I didn't have a problem figuring out what, um, you know, I didn't have a problem figuring out what I was going to get for people for Christmas. I had a problem trying to figure out what thing I was going to get out of all the things that I saw. The things that I was going to get because there were so many things that I remembered about the people that I wanted to celebrate and also gift in this season that there were so many things that I kept seeing that I felt like that would be perfect for them. So if a person deserves to be in your life, they're going to be paying attention and everybody needs to be paying attention to those people that we say that we care about because there is anybody, like my granny used to say, a funky pair of lips, a person can make a funky pair of lips. My mama used to say that. I'm sorry, mama. My mama used to say, a funk, you can make a funky pair of lips say whatever you want them to say. 
but the truth and the true love is going to be in the doing. And speaking of doing, big, big shouts out to my heartthrob, Lil Wayne. We hope that Lil Wayne is doing well wherever he is in the world. And he's geared up for a very, very beautiful and Merry Christmas with his family. Speaking of Lil Wayne, who gives us the liberty of Zwaniacs to celebrate something every single week. This is most definitely the hardest working man in music because I don't care how many numbers your favorite is doing. And we're not going waste to our, waste our precious time talking about that. But... I bet you they're not celebrating a milestone and a release and an anniversary every week. And how do I know? Because I go live every week and I always have something new to report. So speaking of things that Lil Wayne is being celebrated for, we are celebrating the one year anniversary of No Ceilings 3 on the B side. My favorite side that was released on December the 18th, 2020. Time flies when you were having fun and we're going to have fun today. Keep it locked up. I'm some activist on LA. Too much cash, ain't no more table space. Uh, I've been practicing my fadeaway. I'm shooting. I'm an assassin, going to JFK. Shooting. Put some activists on LA. Too much cash, ain't no more table space. Yeah. I've been practicing my fadeaway. I'm faded off this activist, just call it fadeaway. Okay, okay. I look past the bitch from lay all day. Fuck that nasty bitch, then fade away Hit the J, tell that natural bitch to stay that way Bitch, you great, tell that dancer bitch to pay away Yeah, yeah, I said some egg and go away away I take a nap and I wake and break I be so litty, I radiate She say, don't you go break in my achy break I don't fuck with niggas, no way, no way Stay away, far away, all the time is spray Chef with the Draco, I'm Bobby Flay Blood on my apron, my pots in place Throw your ass in the grave like a microwave The oven in the basement, the fireplace Throw my flag on the end on United States Trip too hard, don't stand too close You might just swallow a tidal wave You might just swallow my mayonnaise I'm mixing this cutting all kind of ways Look like Johnny Blaze And you know that roses are red I know that hundreds are blue I like my president's dead, buried somewhere in my room, and all your Victoria red, and I like that color on you, you look like blood money, and the vampire you coming for you, yeah, put some actors in some way, yeah, yeah, too much cash, ain't no more table space, yeah. I've been practicing my fadeaway, figured out this actor, bitch, just call it fadeaway, okay, okay, too much coke, too many razor blades, hold up, wait, snorting right way after Labor Day, yeah, yeah, like our last day is a day away Yeah, yeah, I'd rather spend the night to save the day I put some activists on that way I got this ratchet pointed at your fucking data face Stay in place, all of this ammo like the neighbor base Cause day to day we in them blue faces be face to face Ball like Mason Gray, like Mason Gray, like Mason Gray Bought my place to place, my safe is safe, my pay up in. I smoke I lay all day, I pop a Eddie, stay awake I'm with gorillas that'll kill you for some bathing nips Yeah, 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 yeah I know that hundreds are blue I like my president's day Barry somewhere in my room All your Victoria red And I like that color on you You look like blood money The vampire sucking this too Oh, put some activists on later Okay, okay, I look plastic, bitch, wanna lay all day Bitch, you fake, fuck that nasty bitch, then fade away Hit the chain, tell that natural bitch, she tell her me Bitch, you great, tell that dancer bitch, to pay away Hey, yeah, 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 yeah,
Yeah, yeah. Hey, big, big shout out to Lil Watch Wayne. Hey, big, big shouts out to DJ Kelly. Big, big shouts out to No Ceilings 3 and most definitely to Lil Wayne. Shout out to everybody who is tuned in and rocking with me. This is Miss Mecca's Take. And I'm here every Tuesday from 2 o'clock p.m. until 4 o'clock p.m. live and only on Street Madness Radio. Y'all, we are in the midst of holiday season. And speaking of the hardest men working in entertainment, okay, just period. Rest in peace to the awesome James Brown. Y'all, this man still, 15 years later, his estate has finally sold. So as we all know, we lost James Brown. Rest in peace 15 years ago on December 25th, Christmas Day. I don't know why. I think that I'll probably be putting too much thought into this, but I really, really want my instrumentals to kind of flow with my energy a little bit more. And I, I looked at some... Um, instrumentals earlier let me see something we don't worry about it right now shout out to three city mafia um let's see uh, so james brown's estate finally sold i remember um seeing the documentary the real documentary like not a movie but a real documentary um in this real in this documentary it showed pictures of his house and i remembered um feeling like a weird kind of attraction to just the type of man that James Brown was when I learned more about him after being triggered to do more research further than what I already knew after seeing the movie where rest in peace to the late um oh my god I always forget his name man okay Black Panther he did such an awesome job I gotta find his name hold on a second this music is throwing me off a little bit because you know what, I was listening to my music this week and I keep all of the music I like in a, you know, in a, um, let's see what this one does. How does this make me feel? All right. So James Brown Estate is sold. <clears throat> this has been a 15 year legal battle where people were, you know, going back and forth and after seeing What's the man's name? Shit. I feel bad now. <clears throat> my voice is still struggling. I'm going to have to drink something to calm my ass down because I don't want to lose it again. Listen, let me tell you something. I don't care, like, for real. Like, all it seemed like that right now, again, it is seeming like the best of times and the worst of times all at the same time. And the reason why it seems like the best of times is because for once in my life, well, not for once in my life, but at this point in my life, I'm very, very happy about the fact that um, I have um, the ability to be able to go shop and shop like I want to shop okay so listen uh anybody who may be behind the scenes helping me with the microphone I got my own sound over here doing just fine thank you so much I'm trying to find where um this man's name is and let me calm down because I recently 
updated. Um, let me see right quick. Hmm, okay. Yeah, and that's sad. So he passed away um, in Atlanta, Georgia, on 2000 in 2006, December 25th. Um, and Chadwick Boseman. So sorry. Rest in peace to Chadwick 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 Boseman, who uh, played such played that role and did such an amazing job playing that role that he just really, really, really made me want to learn more about James Brown. So. I feel like that um, God is going to give us an opportunity in the spiritual realm to be able to connect with people or at least pass by people. And I hope and pray that Chadwick Boseman had his opportunity to be honored by James Brown. I remember when um, Ike Turner told Lawrence Fishburne that he was grateful that Lawrence Fishburne had shown a positive side of him in the What's Love Got to Do With the movie, even though it didn't look too positive to me, nor did it make me want to learn more about Ike Turner. However, Get On Up uh, did make me want to know more about James Brown, and I'm so glad that it did. I mean, if you can, you can go on YouTube and see how the side-by-side of Chadwick Boseman doing the James Brown performances and how accurate he was and how beautiful was. it was such a beautiful homage to him so rest in peace to james brown um one of my favorite movies and like i said that was streaming in the news headlining that uh his estate finally sold after a 15-year yeah thank you sweetie pie my daughter just sent it to me she's so awesome um but it finally sold after 15 years and so um it was a 15-year dispute. I know I done said that 50 million times. And I heard somebody say, <laughs> I was listening to uh, Mob Radio, and uh, she was giving her take on Big Sean and how Big Sean was uh, talking about um, Kanye West. And Big Sean was talking about how he wrote some verses for Kanye. And it seemed like he kept on saying it over and over again. Shout out to Malagra Grams and Mob Radio. She said, sometimes I love listening to her because a lot of times she'll say something that I'm thinking like right in the moment. And she was just like, okay, why do he keep saying that shit? But like I said, shout out to her. If you haven't checked out her show, make sure that you check it out. Monday through Fridays on Instagram. Just go and subscribe and like and so you can catch her show because it's really, really awesome. She's from the South and she always have a good time. So shout out to her. But I thought about that when I repeated something three times <laughs> because it kept coming up on my screen all right so when James Brown died 15 years ago he left behind behind a plan for most of his estate to pay for scholarships for children in need and uh now after years now after now after years of legal disputes the iconic soul singer's dream is coming to fruition with the sale of his assets to music publisher, Primary Wave Music, for an estimated $90 million. Report Sincero and Steve Knopper for the New York Times. Primary Wave, which specializes in managing estates and song catalogs, bought half of Whitney Houston's estate in May 2019 and the largest share of Prince's this past June. 
James Brown was one of the greatest musical entertainers of all time and one of the greatest legends, greatest legends of the music business. The company founder, the company's founder tells the Times that fits what we do like a glove. Money from the deal will endow a scholarship trust for children in South Carolina where Brown was born and Georgia where he grew up, says Russell L. Bachknight, executor of the estate. Bucknot will continue to assist in the estate's management, serving on the board on a board handling portions of it. Since Brown's death at age 73 in 2006, various parties have been battling over his estate, filling more than a dozen lawsuits. Mike Kenoy reports the Associated Press part of the dispute involved Brown's former partner, singer Tommy Ray Henney, who claimed to have been married to him. A 2009 settlement plan would have split, split the estate among the charitable trust, Heine, and Brown's adult children. But South Carolina's Supreme Court overturned that deal in 2013, citing the star's expressed wishes for most of his money to go to charity. Last night, the court ruled that because Heine had not dissolved a previous marriage, that she and Brown were never legally married and she had no right to his estate. Another part of the protracted dispute, dispute involved different estates of the estates, estimates of the estate's value, reports Kanisha Kai for the root. Bachnight est estimated it only at around $5 million, while previous executor Adele Pope placed it at $84 million. Bachnight told the Times his figure was consistent with the value of the estate at the time of Brown's death and is estimated by expert advisors, although Pope's ultimately proved closer to the actual sale price. Known as the godfather of soul, the hardest working man in show business and inventor of the funk, Brown was born in South Carolina in 1933 and moved to Georgia as a young child. He learned gospel music in church and took lessons in the drums, guitar, and piano from his neighbors. He also endured physical abuse from his father, was forced into petty crime as a child, and ended up in jail at age 15. Um, James Brown was also the first black male entertainer in the United States of America to purchase his own airplane with cash. James Brown purchased several radio stations. James Brown purchased several venues. He had several businesses and several employees. He was very, very connected to his people and wanted his children to take up the reins. And I'm very, very sad to hear that James Brown's estate and Prince's estate and Whitney Houston's estate is going to these people, these multimillionaires, when you flip it over to not taking anything away from anybody. But a couple of weeks ago, I was reading about Elvis Presley and Elvis Presley's estate. And I was reading how Elvis Presley, who was not still married to Priscilla Presley, and had one daughter, Lisa Marie Presley. Priscilla Presley, uh, at the time of Elvis's death, Graceland was estimated at like around like $5 million. Um, since Elvis's death, his previous wife and only wife, Priscilla Presley, had taken over as the executor and turned that property and it's now valued at like over a hundred million dollars and nobody is got their hands on the money 
except for Priscilla, Lisa Marie, and Lisa Marie's son. I believe if he's still living, I'm sorry. But anyway, most definitely his daughter and his wife were in control over everything as far as those estates were concerned. And I'm not trying to speak negatively, you know, about anybody. Um, when I say this is love life and of course Lil Wayne, I most definitely mean that when I say the heartbeat of my show is love life. And of course we gonna play some Lil Wayne, all right? But I just want people to think about that a little bit. James Brown, born, didn't even have shoes on his feet. Didn't have nothing really worked hard he had his share of troubles but James Brown worked hard and James Brown made a lot of differences in a lot of people's lives and I remember watching a video and he was talking about his son about how his son just wanted him to give him something but he wanted his son to get up and really run the business because he had done it and he knew it could be done so I got to say, you know, it really saddens me to hear that our black men go from having nothing, some of them not even being able to work their way through. Like there's so many people that are talented, so many black people that are talented in the hood. And while there is a lot of talk and you can get people up out of their bed and even get them to bring their kids out in the middle of the night to come out and protest and rally over a situation that they knew nothing about or even if the people were real or if the situation was propped because we do see shout out to all those people that watched coming to America I mean uh, Harlem Nights and I remember in the movie Harlem Nights uh, rest in peace to Richard Pryor and to Red Fox and to Della Reese and all the awesome people that were in that movie but I remember seeing that there was one episode whenever um James Brown, I mean not James Brown, rest in peace James Brown, but whenever um, Richard Pryor, Eddie Murphy's character, wanted to um, take down their adversary, right? And so they got in the middle of the street and they played a role play because the, the role play was pretending like they got arrested, right? And they played them by pretending like they were police officers and then having some other police officers that were white show up on the scene afterwards. And what you see later on in the movie is that those white police officers that pulled up when they knew that the adversary and had who had police officers on the force employed by him, he ended up having his guy, you know, staking them out or following them. And it ended up looking like they could walk away and they could rest because the people who came and shut down what it appeared that Eddie Murphy and Richard Pryor were doing was shut down by some white officers. And then you see them later on in the movie paying off some white officers. And I truly believe that we are not far away from things happening like that right now. So don't just relax like nothing should be questioned just because you see some particular people who look a certain way. Just because it appears to be a black person that might be the person that's bringing you the information don't mean that person is giving you the truth just because they black. Just because they white don't mean they're giving you the truth. No race is exempt 
from corruption and evil and negativity. And people sell their own people out all the time. And that's the reason why I'm such an advocate for not allowing someone else to tell you something that is so far-fetched from what it is you really know. Rest in peace to James Brown, Whitney Houston, and Prince, who worked themselves up to being of value. But shame on the people and the family members and even them who didn't put themselves in position to have their own loved ones, the people that were directly involved in their lives, be the recipients and executors over what they left behind. Let's take a lesson from that and do better. Keep it locked. Welcome to Houston, the bottom of the south. If you ain't from around here, you might not make it out. I'd have seen it all. Plenty bowed and foul. One day buying them all, next day lost it all. Don't let the hype fool you. Keep you too close by. These jackets will play cool and hit you with the 4 5. Don't let dick riders confuse you. Thinking we south, you gon' know when them real street niggas out. Homestead, Greens Point, Fifth Ward, Acres Home. When I was coming up, that's the streets I roam. Old school with a glass set. Paint wet back when if you roll slab, you had to have respect. Been in the streets for a long time. Never changed from the bottom to the top. Why you watch, man? Never stopped. Always stayed on grind. And you can do the same if you just wait your time, huh? Welcome to my city, ain't no love, nigga. Just automatic weapons and plenty drugs, nigga. You might not even make it out the club, nigga. When they get it popping, you better dug, nigga. Welcome to my city, ain't no love, nigga. Drive here and have to go home on the bus, nigga. Don't be on this way, shit looking for love, nigga. These bitches want your money, they don't want to fuck, nigga. No, them hogs remain wild. Every day we sliding, patrolling and on the phones acting like we never had shit. All up on your curb, nigga. Grab me dirty third, nigga. It's been the same shit you did for that foreign hoe. Have you ever seen a hundred thousand dollar leg before? Heard fat pat before? Well, let me tell you about it. Welcome to the homeless crew. H time versus everybody. Ain't no flex homes, but this is no flex zone. Them country niggas starving to eat a hole through your neck, boom. Shot up the block again. That was zero, nigga. I don't trust pussy. I put on all three rubbers before. 
Cause I kill your ass, they trying to get a free. I'm trying to tell you, don't be parking on the back streets. Even though they know me, they might still try to jack me. So I don't carry one weapon, I got a pack three. Even HPD might catch you slipping, bro, it's that deep. You can still call a drink man and get some codeine. But call the wrong one and get a bottle full of no dean. Uh, welcome to Houston, my nigga. We nigga have a good time or you can die, nigga. Welcome to my city, ain't no love, nigga. Just automatic weapons and plenty drugs, nigga. You might not even make it out the club, nigga. When they get it poppin', get better dug, nigga. Welcome to my city, ain't no love, nigga. Drive here and have to go home on the bus, nigga. Don't be on that square shit looking for love, nigga. These bitches want your money, they don't wanna fuck, nigga. Big, big shouts out to uh, Slim Thug and also Zero and J-Dog. That was Ain't No Love. Shout out to the beautiful city of Houston and the awesome, gracious state of Texas. Y'all, I am in the beautiful state of Texas. You are tuned in and rocking with Miss Maker's Take. I am live every Tuesday from 2 o'clock p.m. until 4 o'clock p.m. Central Standard Time and only on Street Madness Radio. I am um, so excited about the fact that I had an opportunity to go downtown now i had a impromptu invitation okay to go downtown and see donald trump and bill o'reilly it was really really crazy because at the last minute i got it was like late at night and i got a phone i mean a text message that said listen one of my clients said mecca i just got purchased impulse purchased a Two tickets to go see Donald Trump. I didn't even know this was going on, okay? On the. Oh my gosh. On my. Let me see something. So, on my. um, It was like an in, impulse buy of a ticket. Shout out to all the producers. Shout out to all of the. Uh, shout out to all the producers. Shout out to all of the engineers and all the people that are behind the scenes. That a lot of times don't get a lot of recognition a lot of times we just focus on the person that is on stage but right now um since i have to be the person that is on stage and the producer and the promoter and all of that stuff and i'm so grateful to god and i'm so grateful for all of the help that i get the people that like and share and encourage and for dj rizzo gates who already have something posted when i wake up in the morning to help i'm so grateful for all of the help but i just want to take some time to say that even though i do a lot of things myself i do not take for granted when the help and the love comes because it is not easy so shout out to everybody like i said who has given it everything that they got for everything that they are trying their very best to do um well, what i was talking about was right now i was just looking for a pad so on last week i had some things that i really wanted to talk about um but let me finish this real quick so i had an opportunity to go down sound for the history tour with uh, Bill O'Reilly and Donald Trump, right? And it was interesting because um, Donald Trump and all of the people that were there, it was so crazy to be in that environment and see that so many of those people 
were not concerned about like what the world is making it seem like people are concerned about right so i was really blessed with the opportunity to be able to get on the inside and see not just the snippets that they put out there on the news but actually see what happens in the intermission see how people conduct themselves see how friendly people conduct themselves or not i wanted to get out there and see for myself and although i don't i wouldn't have known when the history tour was happening or even that donald trump was going to be in dallas but it was really interesting because i remember there was this old black lady at the door and she was working uh security at the american Airlines center and i remember she told me she said look you need to make sure that you have your purse clear and you need to make sure that you have, you know, open up your purse. You know, I wear a crossbody bag. And she said, you need to open up your purse and make sure that your purse is up there and understand they're going to empty out everything in your purse. So I don't want them to talk rough to you. So just make sure. So when you get up there, for sure enough, right, the Secret Service is there. And they digging through everybody's purses. And they dumping out everybody, making everybody take their jackets off and all that. And I said, it's so crazy because... For them, you know, I guess my mind always skipped to not so much what people are doing, but if people are like the 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 what people are doing it for, like they're doing this and trying to make sure that they keep people. And I really wish they would do some shit like this. Like I've been to a lot of Lil Wayne concerts and you don't get checked that thoroughly at the door. And I'm sorry, I do believe that, you know, Dallas, Texas, um, we are you know, this is where JFK was assassinated in the middle of downtown Dallas. But to think that we have to do that type of an extensive search for something that is going to be inside, inside of a building that you are long, long ways away from the door. Like if you literally get close enough, if you literally get close enough where you could do something to harm anybody that was on stage in the American Airlines Center, if you really got close enough where you could uh, harm anybody, someone that was on stage, then you would be a long way away from the door. But now I know that there is a time that we're living in now when people don't even care about getting caught, about being seen, about being on video surveillance. So it was interesting because when they came in, they were talking and asking questions. And basically a lot of people were asking the hard questions that I really, really wish that a lot of people with whoever it is that you choose to vote for, whoever it is that you choose to, you know, trust with the environment and your society and your community, those people that you put that are going to put be inside of rooms to make decisions that directly affect you and your family. I really, really wish people would impose on their leaders as well and ask them the hard questions when the time is right. So. It was an interesting experience. I'm glad um, that I had an opportunity to have that experience and be on the inside and see what people were talking about. But I truly believe, and I remember saying this to a woman, that I truly believe that it is a plan and a plot to keep everybody not talking to each other and keep everybody mad at each other so that they can rip off everybody. Because so oftentimes you'll see that a lot of times people will be you'll hear them talking about things and they won't be talking directly to the people that are the people that they say are doing the things that they're upset about, right? They'll be talking to somebody else who has also not talked to the people that they supposed to be upset about. 
And so now whoever is the person who is running, it's just like a, 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 a fake friend that runs back and forth between two people that don't really like each other. I never understood how a person could be friends with two people that didn't like each other and be a true friend to either one of them because a big part of being a friend is being loyal to who it is that you are right there with and there's no way you can convince me that I can be trusting you to keep my business a secret if you can't understand especially if I feel like if a person is not a good person you shouldn't be dealing with them anyway but if a person is a person who is not is dealing with somebody that you don't deal with and you are a good person then why is it that person couldn't understand why you wouldn't be dealing with them and I'm the person who always says I don't want you to stop being friends or dealing with that other person just know you're not going to be intimate in my life if you're running around with somebody who I consider a person who is against me and that's just the way that I feel about it so it was interesting because talking to people around you know of course uh, in the area that we were sitting in there were some black people there it was so funny because it was this black man and he was behind me and then we were the only black people in the section that we were in and it was crazy because he <laughs> when donald trump got on stage his telephone rang right and when his telephone rang he answered the phone and he was like yeah man trump on stage right now trump on stage talking about how the gas prices don't went up you know what i'm saying how everything i'm thinking to myself sir be quiet okay so i can keep hearing what this man is saying so i appreciated the fact and i was so blessed like i said to be able to see people like i said be more concerned about what it is that they say that they care about versus being concerned about some other people and this is what i can say there was nobody in there and nobody on stage or off stage that was saying anything negative about black people there was nobody on stage or off stage that was talking about, you know, the police or talking about Black Lives Matter or talking about anything negative or derogatory. People were talking about the things that were important to them and their families, and they were giving Donald Trump the hard questions for him to answer about what he planned on doing with the following that he still continues to maintain. And there are a lot of things, like I said, that I really wish that people would really, really grasp on and, and catch on to in whatever it is that you feel like that you might be supporting or you feel like is the best thing for you and those that you say you love. I truly believe that it's important that you don't allow yourself to be bagged into a corner where you feel like you have to say what somebody else wants you to say. I truly believe that it is important that if somebody is going to be asking you for your money and you know you work hard for your money and you know that if you're not giving your money to them that you're going to be using that money to support your family and put yourself in a position to leave something behind for the people that you say you love, I think that it's very, very important that you ask those important questions, that you're not afraid to make people give you an answer that makes sense to you. And if they don't know how to say it in a way that makes sense to you, make them go find somebody who speaks your language. Because when people come in there into the hotels and restaurants, and when I do business with people, when people are showing up to spend their money, especially if they're showing up with the right amount of money, they'll go get somebody out the back. They'll call somebody in the building that knows how to speak that off of their regular job and duty that they're doing right then, get on the microphone and get on the walkie-talkie and get somebody down there that can translate 
with that person before they let that money walk out the door. And like I said before, it's not about which side you may consider yourself on. It's about what side is working for you and what the truth really is. And if somebody tells you to a lie, then you got to hold that person accountable to the point where you want them to tell you why. Because to me, whenever I deal with people and people have told me a lie, I don't have a problem forgiving somebody for lying to me. I know a lot of people lie and sometimes they don't even know they lying. And some people lie so much that they start believing their own lies. But if a person directly lies to me about something that directly affects me in my life, I just, it's more important for me to know why. It's the principle of it. Not just that you lied, but why you lied and what you lied about. Keep it live.
ass pussy, so nigga, fuck out the mold. I like a bitch to be freaky and suck my dick on the flow. Your bitch just say that your body, I ain't believing that shit. You wanna know where my dollars at in my pocket, you bitch? Shouts out to Pimp C. Rest in peace to Pimp C. And to all of those times whenever. Um, One, two, three, oh four, bust it. Come on. I'm such a bad DJ today. Shout out to everybody tuned in and rocking with me. This is Miss Mecca's Take, and I'm here live every Tuesday from 2 o'clock p.m. until 4 o'clock p.m. Central Standard Time, live and only on Street Madness Radio. Y'all, for all of the people that um, may have some reservations about doing things online, I'm going to tell you something. Online has been working out awesome for me. Shout out to all the companies that have gotten things here, even in the midst of a pandemic, have expedited things and got them here in a timely manner where you didn't have to order weeks ago. To me, things are getting here quicker now than way back. A lot of companies offering free shipping. Shout out to Savage Fenty. Shout out to um, Nordstrom. Shout out to Coach. Um, shout out to Macy's. Shout out to all the people that I have placed orders with over this holiday season that have blessed me to be able to get things in time enough to present those gifts at Christmas. Shout out to all those people who have plans on celebrating and for all those people who are content with doing the very best that you can do. Because if you were here at the beginning of the show, I most definitely talked about at the beginning of the show about how you know, it was it was rough for me um, trying to decide, you know, with the little money I was working with to be able to get who, what and how and when. And so far, you know, it's been a very, very nice experience for me. It didn't have to be uh, this week was all this year was all over the place. But I always say to those people that are crying at Christmas time or crying at birthdays and all that kinds of stuff. I mean, as a parent and a single parent for my children's life I know for a fact that all of that stuff come around the same time every year and you have to be intentional I'm not saying that there's not people out there that haven't done the very best that they can do but I do feel like that it's a lot of people out here who sit around and wait and find themselves dependent on other things on the years that I couldn't afford to give my kids something we used to go shopping after Christmas, after I made my money catering and baking my cakes and pies and serving my parties and bartending. We would take that money at the end after I paid my bills and we would go and have a good time. So you have to make plans and be intentional. Don't wait for somebody else's plan. They got something else coming out right now. We've gone the whole entire year of 2020, the whole entire year of 2020 and 
no money has come no anything has come that has been promised all of the things that were promised now i'm not saying i'm not on using my show and i don't believe that donald trump or any republican or anybody any democrat anybody from any uh particular group or party needs me to advocate for them but i will say this there are not things there are so many things that were promised and so many things that were supposed to happen that did not happen and you know for those people that live depending on those things and have their hopes up high because of those promises i do not think that it's fair now only god knows what's gonna happen after the first of the year 2022 i'm hoping and on 12 21 20 21 okay i don't think this is an accident that i'm broadcasting live today because god has been speaking to me all year and showing me signs and wonders to confirm that i'm where i'm supposed to be a lot of times it don't feel good right because you want things to be going like you want them to be going but it doesn't mean that it's not happening it just means it is happening in a way just like with baking a lot of people don't understand a lot of the components that go into baking there are so many things that are essential that you don't taste that you don't see like when you're making chocolate cake it's so many things you don't see you don't taste that's essential for it coming together and being something that we're familiar with and something that we enjoy so with that being said a lot of times the recipe and when you get to the bottom of the situation and the foundation of the situation it don't necessarily always look like it is what you think it is a lot of times we see a picture of something and we think that we can go and duplicate that thing that we see in that picture and what we find out after we start trying to duplicate it without having proper instructions when we finally get a hold to some proper instructions we realize that we didn't really know what we were doing you know what I'm saying and there are some components to the situation that make a difference in the situation in the whole whatever it is that we're trying to do staying together the way we're trying to keep it together so i know that um recently i had new internet service put into my house and i didn't know some things that i learned about the position of your modem and how many gigs go out in which direction they're flowing and how it really works i had a nice at&t man who i was in the kitchen cooking he was in a closet right next to the kitchen and he was really schooling me a lot on what the fiber optics and what the difference is and what makes one service service better than the other and a lot of times how people will hit you up with a cheap price but they're giving you a cheap price but you also don't necessarily have the very best of the product so with that being said it's essential to understand that there is a foundation to things and it's very important to understand why it is you know what I'm saying? Something that's coming together the way that it's coming. So like I said, it's a lot of things that have been going on right now. They're saying go online and don't miss the deadline to apply for another stimulus check and go and see if your family qualifies. You know, they're saying there's an urgent deadline to apply for the stimulus payment. There was something put out there saying that they were helping with the student loans, but you can never get into the website. You can never reach anybody on the phone. And to me, I feel like that just like we can manage our bank accounts from our phone. We can manage our medical records from our phone or from a laptop. If I have a single number that belongs to me and no one else, my social security number which handles and, and connects me to all of my taxes all of my loans every piece of credit i've ever applied for if i have my own single number i should also be able to have my own single line especially when they've got 30 fucking different numbers 
that call me all day long that's saying the same shit, okay? That's not real. I'm not understanding why if there is so much money out there that's being played with and so much money that's being thrown at bullshit, why is it that we can't have a more clear line to those things that are promised to us as they are promised? I feel like that if you were going to forgive student loans, then you should just go in and just forgive them all. Because you were able to keep up with how much money I owe. You send me a statement. You are able to log on and to Mohila or whomever is serving, servicing the loan and be able to see my individual account. I have an encrypted password that gets me to my individual account. So I'm not understanding why we can't require that same thing for voting and also for accessing the things that is that are promised to us. Now they're saying there's an urgent deadline to apply for the $1,400 stimulus check payment and they're saying the Federal Reserve has launched a stimulus program to help boost the economy during the pandemic. However, the program is set to end in the spring of 2022, meaning that Americans only have a limited amount of time to reap the benefits. Stimulus checks given by the U.S. government seem to be over unless Congress comes together on a decision. Until then, many states have come up with their own programs to help residents. The Federal Reserve has followed suit with its bond-building stimulus spree, right? This program that was intended to keep interest rates low and promote more liquidity in the market and stimulate economic recovery. Federal Reserve directors decided to reduce their bond buying from $120 billion per month to $105 billion and finally $90 billion. So with that being said, they are saying that there is a change. The change is due to a rise in inflation and the purchasing of bonds. The Federal Reserve is decelerating stimulus quickly in fear of inflation getting stuck with a high rate. Okay, so basically, like I said, the rental assistance that is in Dallas County, I'm not sure about everywhere else, but the rental assistance, you can't get through to that shit. You can't reach anybody on the phone. You call after hours and they tell you you got to call at eight. You call at eight and they are constantly letting the phone ring or you get a constant and consistent busy signal. Who gets a busy signal these days? All of our phones are digital. So how is it that you're getting a consistent busy signal? Why isn't that everybody is given a particular account just like you have with the bank, just like people have with food stamps, just like people have with Section 8 or whatever it is that may help them or be helping them. And these things be maintained individually in these private accounts where no one else is supposed to be able to see your information anyway. So this is what I say. I say, don't allow yourself to sit around and wait for somebody to tell you what they're going to do for you. And don't vote for somebody or support anybody or go against someone for or not for whatever it is somebody says that they are going to do. Allow yourself to use your power as a human because this is the only part that I appreciate about deception. When you see people trying to deceive you, you know that they know that the truth wouldn't fly. Because if that were the case, they wouldn't be lying. Keep it locked. We are celebrating Lil Wayne again because Lil Wayne is also celebrating the 21st anniversary of Lights Out. Okay. Well, one of my favorite songs, a lot of my favorite songs were also on this particular project. Big, big shouts out to Lil Wayne wherever he is. Keep it locked. And when I get back.
check. Huh. What? What? Let's go, nigga. You liable to catch me speeding up a six, uh, beating up a chick, uh, standing over the stove, sweating, heating up a brick, and we keep the hustling slick, and got clips like bananas, we twist the bandanas and spit at niggas for cannons, we ran in habitats with masses and plastic gats, storming through the house, screaming, where's this bastard's crack? I flash the mag in front of your gal and make a tail, like, slut, where's the gal? I'ma pop one in your grill, it's still Wayne, nigga, blasting bang triggers, play with my chains, then I'm gonna have to bang niggas. I bag the cane quicker and sprinkle like rain, nigga. Flood the ass quicker with quarters and halves, nigga. If you out, you can find me on the street with the work. If it's a drought, you can find me on the street with the work. Never slip by if they have a clip deep in your shirt and put your whole clip deep in the dirt. Smell me. Who won't beef with them? Who won't creep with them? And when it comes down to guns, nigga, I sleep with them. See, we can sweep with them, cause they get deep with them. And when it comes down to guns, I'm on the streets with them. Who won't Cause it did. 
Shouts out to Lil Wayne, y'all. That was one of my favorite, favorite songs because ain't nothing like Lil Wayne. I don't know if it's because he's from New Orleans or what, but ain't nothing like Lil Wayne with them horns behind him rapping over like some like horns, you know, like we are Louis, rest in peace to Louis Armstrong and all the awesome jazz artists out of the beautiful city of New Orleans. But I don't know if it's just a vibe because Lil Wayne did was into the music there, you know, being a fan of even Mahalia Jackson and all of the people that were great coming out of New Orleans. So big, big shout out to him. Um, Lights Out was the second studio album by American rapper Lil Wayne. It was released on December the 19th, 2000 by Cash Money Records and Universal Records. Okay, so it was released 21 years ago on December 19th, which was a couple of days ago. Big, big shout out to Lil Wayne for just in the game y'all just don't know what's beef was actually the last track on that particular album and for me it's like the first but i liked all of them so big shouts out to him um it got some certifications it was certified gold had 500,000 certified units sold in the united states and shout out to lil wayne who had an amazing run this 2021 21 years later still going hard now lights out didn't necessarily do as good as the block is hot however Lil Wayne kept pressing forward and kept making great music and kept on defeating the odds and making mistakes and getting back up again and making mistakes and getting back up again and we are all still doing that even to this day so that's why I am such a diehard fan because being a fan of Lil Wayne down through these years as well as Biggie, I mean, uh, rest in peace to Biggie Smalls. I just looked at his name, but just having an opportunity to see all of that, I'm so grateful that my life was constructed and all the things that were going on in my life, I was always able to connect with music and there was always a soundtrack to help me to move through whatever phase I was going through at that point in my life. And that is where I de design my playlist around because I'm so grateful to God and I know I'm so unworthy of my even my life today. I know good and well that my story, the way that it started out, it didn't have to end this way. I truly believe that God has so many things still in store for me in this lifetime. But even if he don't do nothing else, my life has been so awesome. And it's so awesome. It's not perfect, but it's so awesome. I'm so grateful that there's so many people throughout my lifetime that I longed for, that I felt like I couldn't reach, that I felt like that I couldn't, you know, even get to do something to stop harming themselves and so many of those people I can pick up the phone and I can call today I can actually pick up the phone and call my children I spend time with them I can pick up the phone and call my mama I can call my brother I can call my sister I can call all kinds of people whoever it is that I want to talk to and I'm so grateful to God that I've had my phone number for a long time and the people that remember and want to reach out to me have also been able to reach out to me life has been great it has not been perfect and every day has not been peaceful. But peace truly comes from you making up your mind that you are working towards something and then you are rewarded. Just like when you start on something at a job. I know I don't worked on jobs in the past. And when I'm working on that job, I'm like looking at the work that I have to do at the beginning of the day towards the end. 
And I remember one of the things that I resented the most in my work history has been whenever I was working for a company that I had to do inventory. So when I was the assistant manager for this restaurant, you know, of course, the assistant manager do all the damn work that don't nobody else want to do, okay? They doing the schedules, and they're also, that's why the assistant manager usually be an asshole, because they be made making a little bit of money with a whole lot of work. But I remember when I used to start doing the schedule, or when I used to start my inventory, at the beginning, it would be a blank piece of paper. Yeah, actually, I appreciated doing the schedule because people appreciated me instead of like, it wasn't me being lazy, even though I was caring not to do it, but it was a blessing to me and the people that were working up under me for me to leave their schedule the same every week because it helped them to have more of a work-life balance. And to me, if you feel like that that's something that'll benefit you on your job and somebody keep changing the damn schedule every week and what happens when they change in the schedule, the schedule is usually late. You know what I'm saying? Because they they don't know how to to uh, stop, you know, in the midst of what's going on and change all of that shit. And it's too much like right for them to say that we're going to give you the same schedule every single week and allow you unless somebody makes a change. But to me, it makes so much of a smooth work environment. So that part I did not resent. But I remember when I used to have to come up with projects and I used to have to come up with the different things that my boss gave me and different things that I had to bring together. Like if I had to go to the bar and create a drink to celebrate a particular holiday. I remember how I felt at the beginning of it, looking at the list of things that I had to do versus how I felt at the end after I saw the things that I had planned to do start to come together on paper and start to actually manifest in front of me by the work of my own hands. In the same way with wrapping gifts, making a bed, cleaning up the kitchen, whatever it is that you may be doing. If you set a goal for yourself, then you most definitely can also be encouraged, even if there's nobody else around to encourage you, simply by the accomplishments that you are able to see with your own eyes. But if you're waiting on somebody else to tell you what it is that you should do for you, that could be a big part of the reason why you can't seem to get ahead. Because when people give you assignments, of course, there may be some benefit in it for you, but most of the time they have devised a plan that works best for them and benefits them first. So what do you do? You know, you are supposed to benefit yourself first. The self-preservation is the first law of nature. And if you do not take care of yourself, you cannot take care of anybody else. Now, that don't mean be selfish and try to keep something from somebody. Be willing to let go of whatever it is you feel like another person could use, especially if you're not using it and you don't see yourself using it. Because if you don't learn how to let go of things, figuratively and literally, you will find yourself just stacked up around a bunch of useless junk with no room for the things that you really need to continue to move forward and to progress in whatever it is that you started out doing. So in this midst of this season, like I said, I do not believe that it's a mistake. Speaking of um, of uh, New Orleans, New Orleans Saints, oh my goodness, defeated. They kept Drew Brees' legacy going, honey, by defeating Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, this particular what do you say um football season has been one of interest a lot of interesting things happening but i am not 
getting all caught up into it because like I said, I've been focusing on trying my very best to manage and maintain the things that I do have control over and not allowing myself to get caught up in those things that I can't change. I just feel like that everything that happens or does not happen is a byproduct of me doing my very best and I have never ever gone backwards or seen anybody else go backwards when they put the right things first. So it's about prioritizing, putting the right things first, getting the right people out your business. If you got some business to take care of and there's some people that some came over your house and there's some people that you feel like that you cannot trust, then you need to make sure that you get those people out of your house. Because sometimes people have been sent like imps to disrupt your program. Keep it locked. When it gets gangsta, will these motherfuckers ride or die? When it gets gangsta, yeah. Bitch, nigga, you ain't no soldier, you gon' hide and cry. Well, let me tell you a little something about the niggas I roll with. We chin check, bitches, we don't go for that whole shit. Come to the bloody nickel trying to stunt. 50,000 say I knock your ass out with one punch. And I don't care how many gangsta rap songs you listen to. But the fact you smoke weed and pack a gun, I see the bitch in you. I ain't just lipping Duke shells, be sparking the marks. I put a clip in you like it's a walk in the park. You can try to make bun, but I'ma stick to the script. Hit you with the pistol grip and make your air dog flip. Use a punk, use a bitch, I'll say it to your face. Use a punk, use a bitch to testify for the state. All the cowards watching your back just don't matter. All I gotta do is clap one and the rest gonna scatter. You click on easy targets and cats who don't bust back. Niggas thinking y'all the real, but tell me this. When it get gangsta, is your niggas gonna fight or run? When it get gangsta, yeah. The niggas that be bumping, they be cooking they tongue. When it get gangsta, Will these motherfuckers ride or die? When it get gangsta, yeah. Bitch, nigga, you ain't no soldier, nigga. Gonna hide and cry. You pussies fabricated, I made. You hoes made up. I speak like I live it, dog, and you hoes hate us. I cook it, you rock it, cause all you hoes cake up. I'm riding on all of you stupid hoes. Pay up. What's all this puffin' niggas is barking? Come fuck with it, fool. And I'ma put a hole inside your ass with this tool. Seven shots, niggas is gutter. I'm getting your shit. Talking greasy like you running something, squeezing your dick. What is you itching? What's really, nigga? Come from the block. Loud talking like you scared, niggas. Boy, you's a mark. You know, real niggas move quiet and quick to do dirt. Put this pistol up against your jersey, squeezing his Murder is dirty as hot, that's the plan. And here's something that you can't understand. Oh, I can just up and fop it and kill me, man. This game right here for real, you niggas play. But when it get gangsta, is your niggas gonna fight or run? When it get gangsta, yeah. The niggas that be bumping, they be tucking they tongue. When it get gangsta, will these motherfuckers ride or die? When it get gangsta, yeah. Bitch, nigga, you ain't no soldier, you gon' hide and cry. Niggas always tell me how real I sound when I float. That's cause the shit I talk about, I done done it before. Other rappers mouth off, that's just protection talk. 
I done robbed, sold dope, squeezed, and left them in chop. Yeah, them hard stairs ain't about nothing, cocksucker. Looking mean ain't never killed a motherfucker. So what you been to the pen and they call you a killer? I still draw this devil E and spit at you, nigga. My mind is made up, this ball's in my word. Any bastard that fuck with mine gon' get spurred. Keep thinking I'm playing, keep thinking I'm kidding. I bust your motherfucking head wide open like a watermelon. Homeboy about to get his ass whooped blue. And he gon' probably suit, cause that's what pussies do. Some say it ain't worth it, but fuck that shit. I'd rather die like a soldier than to live like a bitch. Is your niggas gonna fight or run? When it get gangsta, yeah. The niggas that be bumping, they be fucking they tongue. When it gets gangsta, will these motherfuckers ride or die? When it get gangsta, yeah. Bitch, nigga, you ain't no soldier, you gon' hide and cry. When it get gangsta, Big, big shouts out to Scarface. No news is good news. We have not heard anything negative about Scarface. And shout out to Zero. Both still alive, kicking it in Texas. And like I said, Texas just be so low-key. You might not never see them doing no more rap shit. But shout out to them who got so many nuggets in the game that they really ain't got to do anything else. Because like I said, even though they didn't get as big as a lot of people have gotten in hip-hop, on one hand, I'm grateful that Lil Wayne is still going strong. On another hand, I'm cool that Slim Thug is not because Slim Thug has put so much into the game. And Pimp C puts so much into the game. And the stuff that they have is just like gravy. It gets better every single day that they can go and live their lives and do the things they want to do outside of being in the mix of all this rigmarole in this world because there's so many things that are going on and so many things that I got a side eye to. It makes it very, very hard for me to do my job because I want to bring the things that I feel like people want to talk about. But in the same token, if I don't believe that shit, I can't talk about it. And I'm not here to criticize anybody and what it is that they believe or to debate with anybody, but I am not going to be a part of promoting any type of bullshit. So shout out to everybody who out there who is doing everything that they can to stay positive. Um, I did not find my list from last week. Um, I, I was... Um, I had a list last week of things that I wanted to talk about and I did not get an opportunity to go live because my voice was gone. But um, I did see that some people were trying to say some things about Denzel Washington. And I know this is like old news, but I did want to talk about it because I am a fan of Denzel Washington. Um, there is a website out of New Orleans. I cannot remember the name of it on Instagram. Let me see something. It's like CCCMC or something like that. But anyway... They um actually um posted something about Sam. I mean, uh, what's his name? Um, Spike Lee, and the movies that Spike Lee had done, right? And so they were talking about all the different Spike Lee movies that were kind of underrated. That like, I know for me, if I am ever feeling down for some reason, I love watching black theater, black movies, plays where people because I feel comforted and there is always a silver lining and a rainbow at the end of the tunnel for those people that have put things out there and it's also relatable. So big big shouts out to Spike Lee, John Singleton and others who have put things out there that are such awesome movies that we can relate to and also kind of serve as comfort food when you might be dealing with something in your life. So I know that when I was um very young 
and having to be grown up really fast. I remember Spike Lee, Do the Right Thing, watching Do the Right Thing, watching Martin. And I used to watch Do the Right Thing so much and also Mo Better Blues that it wasn't even funny, okay? But it was something that was a, like a safety zone there that I didn't have to worry about waking up and seeing any kind of horror movies or anything crazy on the screen. I knew that if I dozed off and I happened to wake up in the middle of the night, that because I was watching this on a VHS that played it over and over and over again, that I was able to um, be looking at something that was going to be uplifting and comforting. I don't know. And when I was home alone, so big, big shouts out to, uh, Spike Lee, but I know that Denzel Washington, I fell in love with Denzel Washington as he was playing the, um, artist bleak in Mo Better Blues. And I, I always say, you know, that, um, to me, those are my favorite types of movies. Those that end in that poetic justice, especially when you see a sister that's just done stayed down and just done maintained, not allowed herself to be a doormat but also didn't go stomping up and down the street chasing after somebody because she knew who she was and she knew if he was worthy of her that he was going to come to his senses and he was going to find her so that's the way that I live my life and that has been working so much better for me versus trying to force feed somebody what I feel like that they're supposed to be doing or saying because a lot of times you can know for a fact what a person can do to make things so much easier in your life but just like a baby who was put by the wheel of a car or put in some shoes that are way too big before they've learned how to walk well or their body has the most the weight on it to be able to lift it up things have to come at their own proper time and I love the fact that so many times down through the years we've had movies and also real life situations that encourage us to hold on to our faith and also keep on believing and understanding that if God woke you up this morning that it's not over a lot of times people feel like that if they get one hint of bad news or something goes wrong in the midst of the situation that that's their time that they're supposed to just throw their hands up and just give up but a lot of times it's an opportunity for you to enhance your faith because if something if everything always works out the exact way that you feel like that it's supposed to work out when does God get an opportunity to be God like a lot of times people will even feel like that oh well I smoke weed so since I smoke weed I can't do this or because I did you listen at the end of the day even at a person's best first of all you will never thank you Jesus 333 on the clock you will never ever get to a point and also today is 333 too because 21 12 12 21 21 if you add two and one of course that's three so it's triple threes on the clock right now central standard time and triple threes in the date as i say this i do not believe that it's by accident not by no kind of you know astrology or nothing like that but the universe belongs to us and you have to take control over it in your own life our creator put everything here and gave us the wisdom and gave us the mathematics and gave us everything that we see so don't feel like that by having a relationship with God or recognizing things that are around you that are, you are doing something negative everything belongs to God you possess your position in it and you make it what it is that it's supposed to be instead of allowing somebody to come and steal it like people come and steal phones people steal cars people steal all kinds of things and they go and they remake it but unfortunately in knowing some people throughout my life who were thieves the interesting part about it was at one point in my life when I was very young, I found myself being jealous of people that stole things because they had all the designer clothes 
And I didn't have no kind of desire to go out there and be stealing no designer clothes because even if I was able to get away with it, I didn't necessarily feel good when I was wearing it or something like that. Like if I bought something and somebody, people used to come around to the beauty shops and they'd be selling clothes. And at the point where I bought it, I felt like I really got a bargain because it was this or it was that. And then I get it home and I try to wear it and it just didn't sit right on me. It didn't look right with my skin. It was something about it. To me, it's much better if I have paid for something with my own money and I go out into the world and I look for the bargains that I feel like are set there specifically for me because I always find the cute one of a kinds for cheap and on clearance and in my size. So I need to work on, you know, this week after the holidays. I'm really, really going to be serious, not on no New Year's type of shit or nothing like that, but just because I like the way I look in my clothes and thanks be to God, I've come across a lot of cute clothes throughout the year and I'm just really not trying to let them go, especially for the bullshit that's on the shelf right now, because I don't know who's supposed to wear these damn clothes, but these clothes they got out there now are just not cute. And that's the reason why if I see something for myself or I see something that I feel like that a family member, a loved one, my children, somebody might like, then I always pick it up for them because look this new stuff the majority of the stuff that's out there it's ridiculous that we have to look so hard and long like we do at places like tj maxx nordstrom rack and all of that lord in heaven knows that's where my bank account says i'm supposed to be shopping but i thank god i can walk into Saks and i can walk into all of the big name stores and find the cheap stuff because the lord knows how i take and i am just not the one to be running around and digging through no bunch of damn clothes that a bunch of people been digging through coughing on and all of that kind of stuff so i know that there are some bargains out there but um yeah you know what I found out that I didn't know? I just found out through all of this stuff that's going on right now that Big Sean was actually signed to Kanye. I did not know that. And so many times, you know, um, there have been so many things down through the years. Shout out to Big Sean. Um, it was so awesome to see him at the Lil Wayne concert, uh, the Louisiana Fest that I hope will come back around in due season. But um, to see, excuse me, Big Sean come out there he wasn't at the Louisiana Fest. He was at the um, Jakua Festival. And and Big Sean has always been real, real laid back. So much, so laid back to me that he almost looks suspicious. But shout out to him who had always brought some good music to the scene. He vibed well with Lil Wayne. And I'm willing to put my eggs in a basket that Big Sean is the better person and not only the better person but the most valuable person just because I do not feel like that Lil Wayne is making a mistake by being a friend to him and also trusting him and always supporting him he's been on a lot of Lil Wayne projects down through the years and I did not even know up until this recent activities that were going on that he was even signed to good music but at the end of the day Kanye he's another one ain't none of that shit that he been doing or saying is making sense and none of that shit is making sense and it's just a trip it's okay to be a fan but it's just not making sense to me and I feel like that we owe our artists a little bit more than when we see some shit that's totally out of the ordinary you may not know how to approach it on social media however I think that it's important that you approach it in prayer because while you're sitting there acting like you don't see some stuff that I know you see, hopefully you're praying for that person. 
because the fact that you're ignoring it do not make it any less true. Keep it locked. I'll be back. Yeah. If you weigh me down, then I gotta remove you. If you in my way, then I gotta go through you. Down, down. Look, look, look. Funeral. I don't talk shit, bitch. I do it. They say all facts, but don't prove shit. You in my way, need to move, bitch. Shut the fuck up, no excuses. This a win-win, swear I'm so choosy. Money spread on me like boozy. Real ones ride for me, no cruises. I don't really sleep, I take naps, no snoozing. All these burners here hot, but we coolin'. I was playing dumb, they were thinking I was stupid. My account just cost, that shit been moved. I'm supposed to have no gun, I got two arms. I never remind a nigga what I do for him. I was dead, bro, sleep on the futon. Now I'm up, now I'm big house fuel. Every day I'm lit my life like a rerun. If I take it, she can't give you no refund. Tempt me for a deal, I agree on. I put on for Atlanta like Dion. Chrome heart glasses, I can see them. From the apartments to an arena. What that little boy been I ain't seen him Look at God's child driving a demon Fuck what you heard I don't talk shit, bitch, I do it They say all facts, but don't prove shit You in my way, need to move, bitch Shut the fuck up, no excuses This a win-win, swear I'm so choosy Money spread on me like boozy Real ones ride for me, no cruise shit I don't talk shit, bitch, I do shit Soft top on my car like it's Jewish Catch your body like Ray Lewis I told you, I'm in this bitch on the cooker like lotions. I'm gonna sit at the purple pollution. I get the checks and just do it, no swooshes. Flex on my ex and I flex on my new bitch. No disrespect, I buzz down a noose. Put it on my neck, now my neck is a nuisance. I am a mess, I am a mule, and bullets go through your best like it's translucent. I smoke the best exclusive. I'm somewhere else secluded. Fly to death and your bitch just flew in. You a rep, my nigga, you blew it. I don't sketch, but the pistol I drew it. Told myself to continue my duties. I got money from 2002 that I ain't seen since 2002. Me shining brains and my nigga, we boo. Ball is so crazy, I dribble and shoot it Just like I paid for a million pooch I treat the real like that bitch is Suzuki I need a favor woman like the Fuji's It's me shining, baby, we live in the street stooges My skate stands is goofy, my bad ass is stupid No fake ass is truly, I'm making a movement I don't talk shit, bitch, I do They say all facts, but don't prove shit You in my way need to move, bitch Shut the fuck up, no excuses This a I'm so choosy, money spread on me like boozy. Real ones ride for me, no cruise. I don't really sleep, I take naps, no snooze. All these burners here hot, but we cool. I was playing throwing everything, and I was doing my count, just cause that shit been moving. My count just cause that shit been moving. If you weigh me down, then I gotta remove you. If you in my way, then I gotta go through you. Funeral. Big 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 shots out to Big Sean, Lil Wayne, and also Lil Baby. So there's been a lot going on with Lil Baby lately. I've been seeing him a lot in the news. And the reason why I can say for sure there's been a lot going on with him is because I do not follow him. However, he's still been coming across my line. And it hasn't been because it's been a hashtag Lil Wayne. It's been because there's been some stuff going on with him. And I just want to say, you know, it's really, really sad that you see a lot of people that are extremely talented. And because of the people that are behind the scenes that are obviously working the 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 strings or whatever the case may be that these talented artists are 
being caught up in all of this drama and everything about their personal life and they baby mamas is being speared all over the internet and over uh what is that um youtube you know for people to look at and to think about now a lot of times in the midst of me doing some other things yesterday i was listening to some good gossip on youtube shout out to like i said mob radio i think i listened to her the longest just because she reminds you of somebody who you on the phone with you just talking to but as far as every single little story about people's life and what people have going on we got to be careful that we don't get caught up too deep um, shout out into the uh, one thing that did come across that I didn't even realize it was going on. Shout out to them South Oak Cliff Bears uh, for winning the state championship for Texas. Um, I think that's really, really awesome. My daughter went to South Oak Cliff and back in the day, I don't really remember them being a really, really good football team. And it was interesting because it was more Carter High School that I went to and Kimball High School that my baby daddy went to that were the ones that were mainly doing a lot of things in football. And then as time passed by, it started to be that more of the schools like Cedar Hill, Duncanville, DeSoto, those are the schools that started to seem like that they were thriving. So interestingly and congratulatory, we want to shout out the South Oak Cliff Bears uh, for winning this championship. I think that was a very, very nice look for Dallas and also a very, very nice look for Texas and a big, big, nice look for South Oak Cliff. Big, big shouts out to South Oak Cliff and all of my neighbors who I'm pretty sure, my ex-neighbors who had an opportunity to celebrate. Um, unfortunately, speaking of Dallas, I know that Deion Sanders isn't like from Dallas, but because he like lived in Dallas so long and had his family here and all of that stuff and his football team and his school and all of that, then it always feels like he's from Dallas. But um, as a head coach at Jackson State, um, he was, um, you know, there was an upset loss in their bowl game, in their recent bowl game. So shout out to them. Um, we're hoping that he continues to do well. I love, love, love to see people go and thrive in a role. And Deion Sanders was one of those. He actually was awesome in football, prime time, 21. Oh, yeah, the club. <laughs> he had so many things going on. But in addition to that, also when he played some baseball, did some commentating on ESPN and other news stations, and now is the head coach for the Jackson State. Um, but unfortunately, they lost uh, to South Carolina. 31 to 10. Um, so anyway, following the loss, the tough loss, Sanders addressed what went wrong in the celebration bowl. He believes his team was a bit too confident heading into this weekend. He says South Carolina kicked our butts. South Sanders told reporters every way and fashion, and I feel like we're overconfident and overlooked them and felt like that we were just they were just gonna hand us the game. And you know what? That's interesting because so many times people go into life that way and they also end up missing things because they feel like that they have something going on or something is just so tough that they feel like that for whatever reasons they feel like that they're untouchable. And I remember previously having a job where this man thought that he was supposed to walk around and talk to people any kind of way. Even though he had had a horrible experience at his last job, and in addition to having that horrible experience at his last job, he was blessed with a new job, making a lot more money than he had ever made in the midst of a pandemic when you had the, the blessing. You know, because everybody talking about all the negative things that came with the pandemic. 
But for all them folks that want to be lazy and all them folks who don't want to do something, because I'm thinking to myself, don't keep telling me you don't have this product in because of the pandemic when I got all these other products in. So somebody is skipping out on doing a job and a lot of people were using COVID to half-ass run their business and do their job. And so because of COVID, a lot of these restaurant managers who are not good restaurant managers were able to hide behind the fact that we were dealing with COVID by saying that was the reason why they weren't able to produce the numbers and that morale was down on a job. And that whole thing made me think about, shout out to Deion Sanders because he's always like that good uncle that's going to be dropping that wisdom and going to be honest. And he said, you know what? A lot of times you overconfident, you walk in there thinking somebody going to just give you something. You think you got the situation sewed up because there's a shortage in that area and you end up finding out the hard way that no matter what a person may be going through, and this also applies to relationships because I've been in relationships before and in the midst of the relationship, this person thought that I was just going to take anything off of them because they inserted themselves into my life and started taking care of a lot of my financial needs. And I allowed this person to do that. And I do feel like it is nothing wrong with, especially if a woman is supportive and helping with that business. If a man decides on his own that he wants to start helping her, then he should, especially if she's helping him because a lot of women are behind the scenes. Shout out to Kenny Trout. Of one of the first billionaires in Dallas, Texas, he said, you know what? Lisa, my wife, is the best kept secret. I had not the blessed opportunity to meet Kenny Trout and actually go to his home, his gorgeous home here in Dallas. And he is such a down to earth, humble person. And he was telling me about how I told him, I said, your house is beautiful. And he said, Lisa gets all the credit because she is the one. And then when he gave, she is the one who designed every detail. He said, I just signed the check. And then when he gave his testimony, because this was IamSecond.com, where Kenny Trout and his wife Lisa are both members of a church here in Dallas and also supporters of IamSecond.com, which is Christ First, I Am Second. It was a beautiful testimony, dinner, banquet in their home. I feel so blessed to have been able to attend this and to be able to meet him and also go back since I'd never been in a house that big with that many components, security, and I, everything you could think about. It felt like that it was a uh, orphan Annie's when she went to go be with Daddy Warbox. <laughs> That's the way that it felt inside of this house. It was so gorgeous, but the people were so nice. And he, I remember telling him that his house was beautiful. And then after hearing the testimony that he talked about how he was about to get a divorce and that Lisa was the backbone and she was the one who supported him and kept him going. And everybody knows him. Of course, people in their community know about her, but she doesn't go out in the front area to try to make herself seen. She just has stood silently beside him and watch him going from being in the projects on the south side of Chicago to being one of Dallas's first billionaires. First being the CEO and founder of Excel Communications and then selling Excel Communications to Microsoft. And I believe that was when he sold it almost to the tune of a billion dollars. But God bless them. I hope their family is continuing to do well. Um, the last time I read something up about him, um, he was um, had horses at the Kentucky, Kentucky Derby. But I thought that it was beautiful that he talked about why everybody talks about him being the philanthropist that he is and all the things that he does, that his wife 
as far as the public is concerned she politely and quietly is just by his side and I think that that's a beautiful thing and that's something to be honored and a lot of times people don't realize that there is often people that are smart will make sure like I did that even though I found myself in a position and I had to be calm and I had to be honest and I didn't want to go out of the situation with anybody feeling like that I had shorted them on anything or that I was trying to be slick. I just, when I started to realize things, and this is what happens oftentimes, a lot of times when people start to realize things, they will start to make decisions that will be beneficial to them. So I'm saying this to say, don't allow yourself to feel like that you can half step just because of the fact that there may be a shortage. Don't allow yourself to feel like that you can shortchange people just because you feel like that a person has a need. Because a lot of times, even people that may have a need, even people that may find themselves in a hardship situation where they are completely depending on you will most definitely come to their senses if they are worthy and find themselves in a way where they can disconnect. And you don't want to be on the side that was disconnected and put yourself in a bad position because you put all your eggs in one basket. So I do think, um, shout out to Jackson State. Is there the Jaguars? No, I'm thinking about the NFL team. I'm not sure. We don't have time. But shout out to Deion Sanders and his team and for everybody and all the awesome things that they are doing. Merry Christmas to everybody. When we talk again, we will be post Christmas, Lord willing. So I want to take this opportunity to wish everybody a beautiful Christmas holiday, peace and health and wealth for your family. Good times, good vibes dissolved of negativity. And I hope and pray that anybody who might be trying to come to your house with any type of negativity or to tear down anything that you may have going flowing in good faith and in good energy and in peace and love that whatever needs to block them, I'm not saying they need to die. But whatever need to keep them from coming and disturbing your peace, I'm in agreement with you that they will stay away. And I'm wishing that everybody who intends to will have a happy and very, very merry and happy Christmas because we deserve it. 2021 has been a challenge, but 2022, them triple twos going to give us back. Just like if we hit that at the casino, 2222 going to give us back everything that we need. I'm truly believing that we are on the right track, moving in the right direction and have planted the right seeds. And now it's time for us to reap a harvest. So stay the course when it gets hard. Understand that that just might be the confirmation you need when something comes trying to block you from what it is that you were setting out to do. And let, and let instead of allowing that to be what discourages you allow that to be what encourages you because you know that if something came trying to stop you it must mean that you were going in the direction of something valuable be blessed and lord willing i will see you all next week stay tuned for dj gg sweet and also loped locked and loaded right here at street madness radio this has been miss mecca's take um i've had a good time and i hope you had one too
spending about a hundred. I'm waiting, counting for me. I got all day, nigga. I ain't rushing. Overpaid. Fuck a budget. I'm overdue. I ain't budging. I want my bread. Fuck the muffins. What out my cream? I'm sour onion. Yeah. I pour codeine and I love brown sprite. Pop a perka, said I feel like I'm Strip club, I make 30k skydive. I get hit on a high rise. My life awesome. I thank God, Mama didn't have an abortion. So every time I get pissed, she get a portion. I made a fortune. I'm having forces. Don't have to force it. Cause I'm that nigga, that nigga, nigga, that nigga, nigga. I'm that nigga, that nigga, nigga, that nigga, nigga. Fuck these niggas, these niggas, niggas. I ain't these niggas, fuck these niggas. On second thought, baby, don't fuck these niggas. I'm that nigga you love. 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 You love to hate. You love to hate. You love to hate. Hey, hey. Gone berserk. I've been whipping the work. Grimy as fuck. I sell a brick in the church. Now, baby, pass me my hammer. Go bail my bro out the slammer. Soon as I pull up this fan, I'm kicking ass in Atlanta. I'm in LA with some women. I'm in Miami with hoes. Low overseas with my woes. Mercy Baku, I suppose. My horn on the blow. I'm pouring the foe. They got coke on the table. They got dope on the floor. You really reading me wrong. Phone roaming in Rome. It's like I said it in stone. We blowing blunts to the strong. My safe like steak. I'm trying to fillet me on. What's left to say? I say we kill him and gone. Cause I'm that nigga, that nigga, nigga, that nigga, nigga, I'm that nigga, that nigga, nigga, that nigga, nigga, fuck these niggas, these niggas, niggas, I ain't these niggas, fuck these niggas, on second thought, baby, don't fuck these niggas, I'm that nigga.